You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shot over to Shalai Kudillo. They get it to Watford, and they are running out of time with three on the shot, Watford, short, rebound, put back, no good, no, it will not go in, they had a couple of chances, Alabama wins the SEC championship. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Sports bettors, are you ready? Download the PointsBet app now and use our code BETQLDAILY to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. When you bet with PointsBet, you get faster bets, faster withdrawals, and faster rewards at your fingertips. Download the app now to experience this premium sportsbook for yourself. And don't forget to sign up with code BETQLDAILY to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So, are you ready? T's and C's applied. Void where prohibited. Must be 21-plus gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. It's Ostrowski and Horvat. The morning after Selection Sunday is set, and now we wait. Ah, sure, we'll get excited, and we'll break down all the games coming up on Thursday, but uh, the big wait until Friday. I don't know about you, Horvat, and maybe I'm just excited about everything college basketball right now, but I love the change of Friday through Monday. So when we get back here the Monday after the games, it's not, okay, Sweet 16's done, now you're going to have to wait. Like, no, we've got, we've got all this that happened over the weekend, and we've got more games tonight. Sweet 16 decided next Monday night, and then then you come back on Tuesday to react to that. And before you know it, here we go on Friday. Yeah, so that works out. But, you know, to be honest, I hated it at first, man. I like it the traditional way. I wanted to kick back on a Thursday, maybe call off of work. But the good thing is, Joe, when they announced when we got the bracket, some of these matches, man, the first four, like we get Michigan State, UCLA in the first four. Mm. I'm really excited for I'm really excited Drake got in, and I think that's the perfect matchup, them and Wichita State in the first four. So at least we get some good basketball. You know, it's not these schools that we've never heard of. We're searching for true TV. We get UCLA and Michigan State in the first four. I am jacked. Uh, a lot of these uh, TV shows or some of the other podcasts out there, they're going to, oh, well, here are your ones. Like, we've known the ones for a while. Illinois played themselves into being a one, and that was clear. It didn't even matter what happened for the title game. Like a lot of this stuff that people cry about, oh, this team got screwed. No, no, it's fine. Yeah. It, for, for the most part, it's fine. Like we can talk about the Big 12, I guess, but it's a waste of time. We're trying to figure out how to make money moving forward, whether it's about uh, futures for the title, uh, to make the final four, or just all of these individual matchups. And one thing that really jumped out to me, Horvat, uh, something I love to do. I know a lot of betters do this, of course. It's it's obvious. You always want to take a look. Okay, which lower seed is favored to win the game? Because it ticks me off, 
but I will still vent about it on social media at Joe0670 on Twitter when you have, oh my God, what an upset, a 12 over a five. And, and like, hey guys, you know, um, you know that 10 that beat a seven, you're talking about how it's crazy a double digit 10 seed made it to the next round. Uh, they were favored to win the game. But yeah, what I find intriguing as we sit here on Monday morning, and I do expect this to change as We've seen some movement already in the point spreads. Horvat, there is one lower seed that is favored to win their game. Of all of these, there's one, and it is a 10 seed. It's Eli's Rutgers. I have a future on them, and I'm not expecting them to go far, even though Eli's saying Elite Eight. Okay, he can try to explain that one later. Uh, Rutgers is favored by one to defeat Clemson over at points. But usually we have, like, a handful of games, sometimes four or five, where you see the lower seed favored early in the week, Corvette. That's not the case. No, I know. And I actually really like that matchup. That was one of the first games that I played as soon as uh, this was all released yesterday as I jumped on Rutgers right away. And I think that we'll see some 10s beat the 7s. And, and, you know, college basketball has really changed the last 10, 15 years where, especially with the Blue Bloods, with the one and duns, I love these 10 seeds. The teams like Wichita State, you know, the teams where – you look at their starting lineup, there's four seniors and one junior, and they're taking on because experience means everything in the NCAA tournament. But that was one Joe that jumped off the page right away because Clemson, yeah, I mean, it was a decent season. Uh, they bow out in the ACC tournament, didn't really show up in that game. And then you look at Rutgers, and it's like every night or every other night, Rutgers is playing a top 10 team because the Big Ten is just so legit. There's so much parity. I mean, you saw it, Penn State was a sneaky good team. You know, Rutgers, you can't even take Northwestern. You can't even pencil that in as a victory the way that you used to since Chris Collins has taken over that program. And yeah. so that's why I really like Rutgers, just because of style of play. And then you look at how battle-tested they are in their own conference in the Big Ten. And the ACC was just down this year. Here are your immediate movers. They bet the uh, – let's start with the three-point move. Okay, mm -hmm. here's a dog that went down. And as soon as the coverage started, it was the public darling dog that everybody was on. And it started with Seth Davis, and it was everywhere that I saw, whether social media, TV, some columns. The, the big three-point move already, you see Santa Barbara goes from plus 10 down to plus 7 against Creighton. So far, uh, that's the only one I've seen that's moved three points it depends where you look I, I actually hesitate to see that say that because some books i did see four or five point moves but those are not consensus numbers now do you think that's a little overreaction to creighton just getting the doors blown off of them by yep. George? now do you think they're overreacting plus it's everything what's it's, going on behind the scenes with mcdermott yeah. you know obviously he's back on the bench but um that program right now a little bit of a mess yeah, you know what? That's one I'm going to stay away from, though, because I'm just looking at the overreaction. I mean, they didn't shoot the ball well. They didn't show up against against Georgetown. It didn't look like they even wanted to be there. But that is a big, big move already, man. These other uh, movers, direction pointing north. How about West Virginia? Almost a three-point move. Uh, the Mountaineers favored by now 12 and a half, last I checked. It opened at 10, favored by 12 and a half against Moorhead State. Yeah, and I'm really high on West Virginia. I was really high on West Virginia, especially last week, because obviously we know what they are defensively, but this has been their best offensive team. They could score. They could get buckets. Uh, I really like them. I really like that matchup. Now, that was the question. Like, some of these point spreads, man, like, what are your thoughts? Not so much like Gonzaga is like a 23-point favorite, but when you get these teams that are playing well, you're really high on them. 
The only yeah. thing that concerns me are these point spreads where it's like 10, 10 and a half, 11, especially this season with so much uncertainty. I wonder what it's going to be like. Now, we saw some fans at the conference tournaments, obviously not full capacity, but I wonder if an underdog is in a game, like let's say it's a close game with West Virginia. You know, usually when I'm- They picking, have the crowd. They hit 100% have the crowd. Is that where you're going? Yeah, that's where I was going, yeah, man. Like, no are, doubt. Are going to be like, is there going to be a lot of chalk in this tournament? Because when the underdog is in the game, you know, no matter who it is, the crowd is always rooting for the underdog. So if it's Florida Gulf Coast, everybody's jumping on on them, obviously, if they're taking on Virginia and rooting for the top seed to get knocked off. That's what I wonder here. Well, so I, I think this goes back to our point a couple of minutes ago on how there's only one lower seed that is favored to win, and it's Rutgers minus one. So if we've had to make this adjustment, if you are a, a spot, you're big on spots, in your sports betting, it's been tougher over the last year. It's tough to win that way. Some would say it's tough to win that way in any sport at any time, yeah. but it's really difficult when you're looking at specific spots and you're putting travel into it. Like a lot of that's gone away and crowd stuff, a lot of that's gone away too. So that's why we see one lower seed favored right now because right. it is strictly about the numbers. You have all the games in the same area. So where, where in the past you would see, oh, out West, Gonzaga's going to have so much crowd behind them. Oh, yeah. UCLA, if they're playing out there, they're going to have the crowd behind. That is, that's not the case anymore. You've got to eliminate that. And I, I actually, so you said, is it going to be out? Maybe, but I kind of looked at it the other way. Since these, the good teams are not going to have the, the crowd unless they get a lot of people to travel. They're probably not going to, get have the crowd behind them that if you see a dog that's live that indiana crowd will be backing the underdog yeah and you know what this weekend kind of proved that i don't know that it will be all chalk because again like nobody saw that run coming from georgetown and there were some upsets in the conference championships i mean you know we talked about it obviously but who actually thought that georgia tech was going to get it done in the acc championship even though the acc was yeah. down you know imagine if they had to match up with virginia and virginia slows it up and just I don't know that I, I don't I didn't really love that matchup for them. Um, now another thing, like like you bring up, I didn't really realize this until I covered the NCAA tournament. The first year it was in Des Moines, I covered the tournament, and I was looking, and you're looking at the teams, and, and like you just said, I was like, ah man, Indiana against Kentucky. I think Indiana's going to have the bigger crowd here in the Midwest. I bet you their fans travel, and it was all Kentucky because the Blue Bloods, yeah. the schools like Kentucky, like Duke, like North Carolina, especially Kentucky and the SEC, the schools from the South. Their fans are traveling anywhere, Joe. They will drive anywhere. Right. All they have in Kentucky, man, is like Kentucky basketball. You know, they don't have pro teams. So, again, yeah, I don't know how much, uh, you know, we should look into that. I still think there's going to be some upsets. It's just about finding the dogs and the matchups because, like, some of these, I think we're going to see a lot of blowouts in the first round. I uh, did want to also mention a, a couple of point spreads that moved at least a couple of points. Illinois, heads up. Uh 21 to 23 some spots opened it in the 18 and 19 point range and yeah. now it's 23 so big mover there illinois the heavy uh favorite against drexo more and more people backing them the way they're they've been playing you can make the argument they're playing the best basketball in the country uh loyola against georgia tech goes from a pick em up to two. Oh, shenanigans from the committee People in the state of Illinois dreaming of, you know, maybe we get a deep run with two teams with both Illinois and Loyola, the Ramblers 
Number nine in Ken Palm committee says, uh-uh, only one of you is going to get out of the second round. We'll see if Loyola even get, goes there because they have a tough uh, draw in round one against Georgia Tech, the nine seed there. And what else do we have? Was it? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Was it Oklahoma that went to two? Yeah, Oklahoma also went from a pick to a two against Missouri in the 8-9 matchup. Yeah, and I love Missouri in that matchup, but that's a tricky one right there on a couple of those. Now, um, I hate... I hate this 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 route that uh, Illinois is going to have to take to get into the Final Four. I was watching a couple different. Yeah. Some people were all really high on Illinois. Still, so I feel like they're become becoming the really public team the way that they're playing right now. But that second round matchup against the Sister Jeans, or I mean, again, do you think now? Do you think Georgia Tech should be favored in that game, or do you think that would just be a huge overreaction from them winning the ACC tournament? Ooh. A nice win against Florida State, where. They trailed in the second half. They had to come back. I love the way that they're playing defensively right now. They could score the basketball. I could see them winning that game. I think either way, though, I don't love that matchup for Illinois, especially if they take out Loyola. I mean, they're going to slow it down. They're a good defensive team. I think this becomes a really tough route for Illinois. I mean, especially when you look at, oh, man, at that bracket. You got Georgia Tech. You got Tennessee. You got Oklahoma State, who I think they're going to be a very public team right now, the way that they're playing as well. I don't know, man. I, I feel bad for the people of Illinois. I know that, um, you know, I, I know that on your local show at night, that would have been huge if you got to break down two big tournament runs from the Fighting Illini and the Fighting Sister Jeans. And if they have to meet in the second round, it's going to be civil war. I feel like, what do you think the majority of the people in the Chicagoland area, who do you think they're going to be rooting for? Illinois. Yeah, I think so too. That's the team that can win the title. I mean, it's not even close. Not even close. Um, yeah. Can you even find a Loyola game on TV? It's still a challenge from time to time. Well, no, it was like, you know, they were like the hot thing. Like, you know, remember years back when the Hawks. Yeah, because they made the Final Four. Yeah, yeah. The Hawks in Chicago when you couldn't even catch their games on the broadcast growing up. And then everybody was at the United Center and wearing their Hawks uh, jerseys all over the place or sweaters as we call them. I'm with you on the Illinois road. I yeah. saw Lafonso Ellis on TV saying that they he likes their path. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? This this is brutal. This is brutal. Now I'm not saying that they're going to go home early. So if they if they make a run to the Final Four, they are certainly going to earn it. But in round two, you've got to face the Loyola Georgia Tech winner, right? Really? I mean, we could make couldn't we make a case that they're playing like the second best team in the nation? That maybe they should be the overall number two seed right now. Yeah, I mean, that that would be the case that I would make. They're playing some of the best basketball. I mean, they're my favorite team to watch right now. I mean, if I'm making a tournament pick and I could legally do it in the state of Illinois, I would be all over Illinois right now. I feel like a lot of people are saying that 
like I said, they become the very public team. It's either them or Gonzaga. I feel like everybody's picking every bracket I've seen. Have you seen anybody pick anybody but those two teams? Maybe a Baylor, but right now people are worried about Baylor. I'm not because yeah. they have five guys that could shoot the basketball, man. It's it it is, and and I get why people are saying Gonzaga, Illinois. I saw Dick Vitale, um, Jay Billis, Reese Davis, Seth Davis, Clark Kellogg. All. Gary Parrish, Matt Norland, they all have Gonzaga Illinois championship game. Really works out that way. We'll we'll see. Oh man, so much fun just to even talk about this. There's some NFL news we got we have to get to in the other side, including uh, something going on with your Packers. Free agency starts today, sort of. That's next.